According to Deloitte's 2019 Innovation Report, the Southeast Asian digital economy is expected to exceed 300 billion US dollars by 2025, with e-commerce in particular showing strong and persistent growth. Along with this growth, consumers today have higher expectations and expect instant access to products. With the demands expected to continue growing, more effort is required to optimize service levels for efficient deliveries. How then can organizations responsible for the mobility of goods keep up with innovations and new ways of working, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic? Today, we discuss the state of the mobility of goods and the steps organizations are taking to future-proof themselves. Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of our Future of Mobility series, bringing you the top voices from the sector. Decision makers, innovators and shapers pushing the envelope on future ideas for transportation and beyond. I'm your host, Dishraf, and today we are joined by Audrey Cheong, Managing Director of Operations at FedEx Express, and Dr. Kevin Liu, Head of Asia-Pacific at JD.com. Audrey and Kevin, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Dishraf. That's great. Now, Audrey, I'd like to start off with you. FedEx is a global transport e-commerce business that leverages data analytics to improve logistics efficiency, for example, through real-time tracking of deliveries. As the Managing Director of Operations at FedEx Express and having worked in China and Singapore, I wanted to hear from you, what are some differences in the maturity of digital and technology solutions that are implemented across the movement of goods between both countries? Sure. Now, if we look at both Singapore and China, they are actively adopting technology solutions to facilitate cross-border deliveries specific to market demands. Now, both countries are hubs in their own right. China for Asia-Pacific with the Belt and Road Initiative, while some might argue for East Asia and Europe and Singapore for Southeast Asia. Now, both markets have a rich history of innovation and entrepreneurship that render them leaders when it comes to taking up modern tech solutions such as IoT, the Internet of Things, and robotics to expand the possibilities in the logistics sector. Now, if we look at Singapore, Asia's most digitally competitive country, she has built a rich innovation and technological ecosystem of which SMEs that are primed to accelerate their digitalization efforts stand to benefit the most. Within the logistics industry, the Singapore government introduced an enhanced industry plan for the sector, which sets out digital solutions for SMEs at different stages of growth, providing an online self-assessment checklist that identifies opportunities for improvement. Now, over 86,000 workers in the logistics sector are expected to benefit from this initiative. Now, looking at China, China has similarly invested heavily in logistics, leading the world in the use of industrial robots and representing more than 30% of the market. For example, the Tainiao Smart Logistics Network plans to speed up 
the digitization of China's shipping sector and work with partners to generate RMB 50 billion in value for the industry over the next three years. That's great, Audrey. Thanks for that introduction. And we'll come back to the points that you mentioned. Now, speaking of China as well, Kevin, we understand that JD.com is the country's largest retailer and the world's third largest internet company by revenue. So what we understand that JD is thriving in China, can you share with us if there are any expansion plans to support the increasing demands of goods in Southeast Asia? Yes, you're right. Uh, JD is the largest e-commerce in China and almost the biggest logistics provider in China as well. And at the same time, JD also have been working on the developing the business in Southeast Asia as well. In year 2014, JD already have established joint venture in Indonesia to provide the e-commerce and the logistics to the local customer. Till now, this website already have more than 1 million SKU, 20 million customer, and 10 warehouse located in seven big island, and already have covered more than 400, near 500 uh, cities and more than 6,000 countries. And at the same time, we also have established the e-commerce website in uh, Thailand as well. We call it uh, JDC. Since this is a joint venture, we uh, partnership with uh, Central Group. This website established in year 2018. This is the first 1P model e-commerce. We provide 100% authorized product and also we provide the uh, in-house logistics. Currently, we already provide 85% orders in Bangkok. We can deliver within 24 hours. Currently, beside these two countries, actually, we already have developed a global logistics network across the, the world. And in Southeast Asia, the logistics network already have covered Indonesia, Thailand, Malaysia, Indian, and will develop Philippines in end of this year. Thanks, Kevin. That's really exciting to hear all of the plans uh, to expand within Southeast Asia itself. Now, speaking about what both of you have just mentioned, as we move into the new decade, industrialization will see the acceleration of new forms of technologies being introduced for the movement of goods. So I wanted to ask the both of you, what are some technologies or innovations that we can expect over the next five to 10 years? Audrey, maybe we'll get you to in on this first. Sure, this rough. So like what Dr. Kevin has observed, the growth of e-commerce is robust. In fact, it is soaring amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and with that, we anticipate an increased focus and reliance on new innovations and accelerated digitalization as companies strive to overcome challenges and to meet increasing demand. So technologies like the integration of robotics, sensors, and IoT, they are critical in the pursuit of operational efficiencies and also increased transparency. So in line with this, FedEx is working towards adopting a range of technologies to prepare for the future. So in Singapore, earlier this year, we launched self-collect services for FedEx packages. Now using the FedEx Delivery Manager platform and robotic 
Process Automation, RPA, customers are paired to the nearest retail collection point or locker to collect their packages, offering flexibility and also reducing physical touch points for enhanced safety. Number two, we have Roxo. It is the FedEx same-day bot that is currently in pilot testing. It aims to help retailers make same-day last-mile deliveries. Roxo is currently being tested in some U.S. cities utilizing uh, pedestrian-safe uh, machine learning algorithms and technologies such as LiDAR. FedEx has also implemented SensorWare, a sensory device that travels with a shipment enabling round-the-clock updates on a delivery package. Now, this cold chain logistics technology makes use of sensors that help monitor variables like shipment location, temperature, and conditions for the contents, offering customers unparalleled round-the-clock visibility of the shipment. Now, in May 2020, this year, we also announced FedEx Surround, which is a collaboration with Microsoft that allows any business to enhance visibility in its supply chain to drive more precise logistics and inventory management. Now, while most carriers are reactive to global logistics dynamics with limited visibility options built in a package journey, now this will provide near real-time insights down to the granular level of a zip code. Now, we will continue to introduce new innovations and developments to the sector and realizing the future of logistics in the next decade. That's great to hear. Thanks, Audrey, for sharing some of the new technologies and innovations FedEx is uh, implementing. Kevin, what about you? What is JD looking to introduce uh, some new technologies or innovations over the next five to 10 years? Yes, JD is online e-commerce. So if we talk about the technology, uh, for sure, the first part is retail business related technology. As the biggest supply chain company, you know, compared with other e-commerce, JD is more heavy. We manage all the inventory and all the purchase from retailer, from manufacturer, from principal. So we have a very deep uh, integrate system integrate with all the suppliers. We manage the sales data, we provide the forecast, we integrate their system and give them more insight for the sales. And also we need to manage all the inventory and all the movement of the cargo. This is uh, really complex, especially if you really consider JD need to manage 10 million SKUs. And every day need to process 20 million customer orders. This will be a huge challenge. So we continue to try to manage this information and all the physical goods by an efficient way. And at the same time, if we talk about business side, we need to have more information feedback to our supplier, give them some information about the trend of the market and the uh, customer's habit so that we can help the supplier uh, really can improve their product and to create the new product. This also need very strong technology uh, so that we can collect all the customer habit together, but then we can 
analyze, then we can feedback to supplier. And besides that, we also try to develop the automation and uh, even the unmanned equipment. So we already have developed a lot of delivery drone, which already have daily delivery products in China. And also for the drone project, we already have got the first government approval from Indonesia government. Uh, we can use drone to deliver a uh, parcel to end customer officially uh, in year 2019. Besides drone, we also have developed unmanned warehouse and automatic sorting center. Thanks a lot, Kevin. That's really helpful to know what JD is looking to implement for the technologies innovations that we can expect over the next five to 10 years. I wanted to build on the points that you mentioned. Uh, we understand organizations in China have been at the forefront of technologies and innovation. And as you mentioned earlier as well, JD.com is one of the first e-commerce company in the world to utilize drone technology for commercial purposes. So I wanted to build on that point and ask you, to share with us some of the key learnings from China that can be implemented across the movement of goods in Southeast Asia. Okay, I think uh, there are a lot of knowledge we really can uh, share to Southeast Asia market. Several major things I want to emphasize. One is uh, customer experience orientation. I think this is very important. We always uh, focus on customer uh, experience. This is a major driven. We design all the process. So I think this is the first thing I want to emphasize. Uh, the second is the system ability. As you know, uh, logistics is a very traditional uh, industry, but currently a lot of digital uh, technology already have been introduced into this industry. So JD is internet-based uh, retailer, and we also have the strongest R&D team in China, just for the logistics system, R&D team, we have more than 3,000 engineers work on this. So continue to improve and uh, optimize the system. Uh, we believe this system, we really can empower the Asia-Pacific logistics. And uh, also we can uh, use SaaS method uh, to uh, get the system more light and more convenient. Right. Thanks a lot, Kevin. And now I'd like to move the conversation to Audrey. And circling back to some of the points that you mentioned earlier, Audrey, according to our 2019 Deloitte Innovation Study, the land in Southeast Asia are generally fragmented. And this results in inefficiency for last mile deliveries, right? For example, in Indonesia alone, it has over 17,000 islands scattered all around. So I wanted to ask you, Audrey, how does emerging technology such as 5G, IoT, and drones, and even robots help to optimize service levels and address inefficiency for deliveries? Sure, I'll start with IoT. So IoT technologies enable more accurate forecasting, faster response times, and also boister customers' ability to recognize shipping patterns to plan ahead for potential risk. It also introduces efficiencies in their supply chain and increased cost savings towards a low to zero waste operation. So that relates to the efficiency part that Dr. Kevin has uh, mentioned just now. Now next on 5G, 5G takes connectivity to the next level. 
What do I mean by that? So low latency means real-time tracking of exactly where the goods are. And it is especially critical in the healthcare sector with the delivery of essential time and temperature-sensitive medical supplies. Whole chain logistic solutions, like what I just mentioned, sense-aware. It allows customers to track their shipments inside and out in real time from monitoring the temperatures or shock detection, ensuring visibility into the conditions on which the package is shipped and flagging any inconsistencies in time. Now, this has enabled greater collaboration with customers as the innovation gives them the ability to generate reports and also retrieve data to improve operational efficiency. And finally, drones. And drones is about optimizing deliveries. Now, the use of drones, it helps to capture data that ensures goods can be delivered reliably, even at remote and hard-to-reach locations. Secondly, contact is minimized between delivery person and customers. And last but not least, at FedEx, wing drone deliveries are in trial phase in the U.S. for the last mile delivery of residential packages. That's great. Thanks a lot, Audrey. And Kevin, I wanted to expand on what Audrey just shared. We understand that JD.com can fulfill up to 90% of orders for both same-day and next-day deliveries, uh, especially with the help of your smart logistics infrastructures. So can you bring us through how your organization leverages on technology as well as the infrastructures to support the growing e-commerce market? Yeah, actually, all the uh, good customer uh, experience uh, demand a lot of ability behind that. Uh, from JD.com, I think several major abilities we continue to input and to develop. One is the system ability for sure. Just share some information. In a few years ago, we have totally restructured the information system. We built up the middle platform and uh, modulized all the system. So we spend millions of engineer manpower days to restructure that so that can support the business, can develop in following 10 years. Another major ability is the ability of AI. We have introduced AI ability and utilized this to almost all the system, which like supply chain, which like marketing, advertisement, and also the platform. So we introduce AI to almost all the scenarios, help the employee, help the customer, and help the supplier to improve their efficiency and also improve the customer experience. For the hardware, I think I have mentioned in JD already have a really huge warehouse setup in China and the total square meter is more than uh, 20 million square meters and daily order is already more than 20 million orders. And at the same time, we still try to find way to improve the speed as well. So we try to use LBS uh, technology. We can utilize the local inventory. We partner with all the uh, convenience stores and the chain stores. We can utilize all the inventory of them we provide to end customer so that the end customer can get the product more easier and more faster. Thanks a lot, Kevin. And I wanted to move the conversation a little bit away from technology. We've been discussing, you know, both of you have mentioned about 
you know, new technologies, innovations. And we know that as the e-commerce market continues to grow, so will the customer's expectations towards receiving immediate access to goods and services. Audrey, I wanted to ask you, aside from new technologies, how does FedEx leverage on its ecosystem to support the increasing demands for e-commerce deliveries? Sure. First, I'll talk about how FedEx supports the SMEs. So by 2022, Singapore's e-commerce market is expected to increase by 48% to $7 billion, which could pose a challenge for SMEs who are not armed with the right tools to tackle the unprecedented demand. So in that respect, we seek to support vulnerable SMEs by providing solutions that include digital tools and services that add convenience and also help streamline their operations. Now, e-merchants can make use of integrated digital tools to customize deliveries and tracking for shipments, such as the FedEx Delivery Manager. Now, the second part that I want to touch on is how we are expanding our operational capacity to tackle the 2020 peak in view of the e-commerce growth. Now, first, increasing the cargo capacity. Now, with e-commerce demand expected to be an all-time high during the 2020 holiday season, which is around the corner, FedEx is ahead of the curve by operating our own cargo fleet that has empowered us with the flexibility in meeting the increased demand. We also increase our flight operations to and from our Asia-Pacific hub in Guangzhou, North Pacific Hub in Osaka, and South Pacific Hub in Singapore. So internationally, flight operations between Asia and Europe increased by almost 50% from April this year. Now, to that point, we are also expanding our workforce to meet consumer demands. Our ecosystem will continue expanding as we grow our global workforce to meet increased seasonal demands, while continue to protect the health and safety for all our team members and our customers around the globe. So we are approaching the peak season soon and we are expecting online shopping and shipping volume to break records across the industry. So in order to handle this capacity, FedEx has 70,000 new seasonal team members trained to handle the demand and to ensure the best possible service to our customers. We are also working with merchants to ensure that they are ready to deliver items during this anticipated increase in shipping volume. Right, Audrey, and thanks for that. And on that note, I wanted to ask you and expand on the question I just asked as well. Do you think collaborations will be the new business models for organizations like FedEx to future-proof yourself? Sure, collaboration is critical. And it is critical in the logistics industry to leverage different fields of expertise and network to elevate a company's own playing field to meet the needs of today's customers. So let me give you a few examples. So we have a collaboration with Blueport and Parcel Center Lockers. So in March this year, 
FedEx Singapore, we announced a collaboration with Blueport and Parcel Center Locus and Park and Parcel Retail Collection Points to launch its self-collection service, which allows FedEx customers to have greater flexibility in collecting their shipped goods. Now, collaboration with Microsoft for FedEx Surround, which I mentioned earlier. So in May this year, FedEx announced a multi-year global collaboration with Microsoft. So FedEx networks link more than 99% of the world's GDP across 220 countries and territories, while Microsoft Azure is trusted by more than 95% of Fortune 500 companies. So FedEx Surround is a result of this collaboration where we leverage data to provide near real-time analytics for more precise logistics and inventory management. I talked about the winged drone deliveries, so let me give you uh, more information. So we are continuing to push the boundaries of technology with its winged drone deliveries uh, partnership that is piloting in the US for the last mile delivery of residential packages. Now on artificial intelligence, FedEx pioneered Roxo, the FedEx same day bot designed to help retailers make same day and last mile deliveries. Now utilizing pedestrian safe machine learning algorithms and technologies such as LiDAR, this cute zero emission battery powered bot can carry out safe, effective last mile deliveries. Now, Roxo is not yet available in Singapore as we are currently piloting the service in selected markets. Now, so I want to talk about also collaboration from a non-business standpoint. Leveraging the strength of um, our operations, we have also worked closely with various government and non-government agencies to provide aid to communities that need them most. Now, to give you an example, close cooperation with the local regulatory agencies has also enabled FedEx Singapore to facilitate the smooth export clearance of an increased volume of intra and inter-region medical equipment shipments. We have moved more than 4 million masks and 4 million COVID-19 test swaps to impacted areas since January this year. And Kevin, moving the conversation over to you, according to an interview that you did for JD.com, you mentioned that one of the many difficulties faced in e-commerce across Southeast Asia is logistics management. So if given the opportunity, what will be your ask to the public sector to help accelerate the development of technologies to meet the increasing e-commerce demands in the region? Uh, yes, sure. When we expand the business in association, at a lot of challenge, especially when we introduce more and more business from China to uh, Southeast Asia. We met the regulation and the requirement from the government, maybe not really matched to the demand of the business, which led the data requirement, the payment and the license and also the customs regulation. But for sure, uh, every country, since the regulation is there, and we try to uh, work with each public department, uh, try to understand the policy and try to adopt the policy to design the business model uh, with uh, each government departments. 
uh, from my point of view, some of the regulation and policy can continue to improve. One is the payment regulation. Currently, if we really look at the uh, Southeast Asia market, we have done half of the customer actually they still need to use cash and another 25% uh, customers, they don't have credit card. So this is the big barrier to develop the digital business and the e-commerce business. Another is intra-country trade will occur. So we strongly suggest each public department, they really can consider to get the uh, regulation more flexible so that can uh, adopt the cross-border logistics. The third one is the automation. When we talk about the automation, there's a lot of investment and the, the facility need to be got bigger and bigger so that can contain all the function into one facility. But most of the country, they have the different regulation on the size of the, the facility. So this uh, is a big barrier for the automation investment. So. Uh, this is another challenge. We need work with the public department to understand and to develop. Now, I wanted to move the topic to something that's very relevant today, and that's the COVID-19 pandemic. We've touched on it a little bit just now, but now I want to bring it up and speak about it. Much has been discussed about the COVID-19, but with the pandemic as well comes new opportunities where we see many organizations adapting quickly to the introduction of technologies and innovative ways of working. With that, I wanted to ask the both of you, how has the COVID-19 pandemic influenced the way your organizations facilitate the movement of goods? Audrey, maybe we'll start off with you first. Sure. At the peak of the COVID-19 outbreak, widespread lockdowns worldwide. It significantly uh, restricted movement and the flow of commerce within and outside of um, Singapore. So FedEx as an essential business has helped in keeping commerce and goods moving and delivering critical relief during this pandemic. So we are continuing to deliver as applicable uh, regulations allowed despite local restrictions in various parts of the world. Now, as the Southeast Asia hub, FedEx Singapore continues the delivery of essential critical lab supplies in the region. Now, these include the PPEs, um, test kits, and ventilators that are crucial for frontline operations in the fight against COVID-19. Now, let me share with you some of these deliveries. We expedited wide impact and timely shipments of masks produced by Razor out of Singapore, which would be distributed to communities in Southeast Asia to help prevent the further spread of the pandemic. We are also working closely with local regulatory agencies across our offices in different countries to coordinate and facilitate the smooth export clearance more than 42,000 masks for customers um, in China, um, Italy, and US. Now, FedEx also provided expedited shipping as part of our FedEx CARES Delivering for Good initiative. We collaborated with um, Direct Relief to move 375,000 surgical uh, masks from China to Mexico, Ecuador, as well as uh, Peru. So what are we going to do in the immediate term? 
Our immediate term is to ensure the well-being of employees and communities. So while FedEx efforts have largely been focused on delivering relief shipments in the fight against the pandemic, we concurrently ensure that support for customers and the safety of our team members were maintained. Now, safety and well-being of our employees is our top priority, now, especially in these um, difficult times. Now, in the medium term, it's about shifting our business priorities to uplift small businesses. Now, during these uncertain times, our business priorities are focused on driving positive change and supporting our customers in sectors including healthcare, in particular, our SME customers, while continuing to facilitate the inter and intra-Asia trade. Now, in the longer term, it's a greater focus on post-pandemic operations. So the pandemic has also seen us step up as the hub for driving regional relief efforts to prevent the spread of COVID-19 globally. This also shows FedEx's commitment to ensure the unhindered movement of goods, especially essential goods through these unpredictable times. So at this point in the year, we are preparing for a second peak with COVID-19 vaccine deliveries. We recognize that shipping vaccines is complex and critical work. FedEx is also continuing to support businesses post-COVID-19 with resources such as the Small Business Center, we are also helping businesses rethink their road to recovery, which will be very different in every country. So that I hope this roughness is not too long a response for your no, question. No, 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 Andre. I think that's that's really helpful to know. You know how FedEx is actually influencing the way uh, your organizations facilitate the movement of goods. Now, Kevin, I wanted to move on to you as well. How does JD look to facilitate the movement of goods amidst this pandemic? Yes, for sure. Yeah, during this pandemic, JD is the best retail platform in China and even in the whole world to support people's life. Uh, JD Logistics benefit from the smart supply chain and the technology advantage to ensure the efficient delivery of the medical uh, material and the PPE material to the uh, emergency market. And during this period, the made in China PPE product demand is really strong, but we uh, try to use our smart logistics network uh, to uh, faster the uh, delivery. From our uh, monitoring, the delivery speed almost not really been affected by the pandemic, and some of the customers still can get the product uh, from overseas within the, the same time duration. Uh, for example, one of the customers, the feedback that he placed order from states and eight days later, he can get the mask uh, from China by JD Logistics delivery. Another case is, as you know, we also have a website in Indonesia and in Thailand. A challenge of the pandemic at that time, the city is locked down and the road is already locked. We work with the government, uh, got the approval to recognize JD as the essential product provider. And we try to uh, provide all the food, all the fresh product 
deliver our customer. All right. Thanks a lot, Kevin. Now, it's been great fun uh, learning about new insights on the movement of goods for both FedEx as well as JD. And I'd like to wrap up the discussion for today and uh, ask the both of you something a bit more personal. And Kevin, I'll start off with you first. What are you most excited about when it comes to the movement of goods in the near future? The future logistics, I think, will be an intensive system with the Southeast Asia characteristics to improve logistics efficiency and adopt the geographic uh, characteristics of uh, island chains. The characteristics of the labor force population and the flexibility employment are suitable for the diversified uh, platform logistics. As Southeast Asia is an offline-oriented society, it needs to combine online and offline activities and use a diversified solution. And another, I think, is the automation and online. It still is the direction to develop, I believe. And the third one, for the e-commerce in Southeast Asia, will continue to develop very fast. Even it start to develop late, but consider it will escape the PC age and directly go to the mobile age. I believe the mobilized system and mobilized business model will be a future and the direction. The last one, I think decentralization is also will be the direction since currently more and more young guys, they already try to find the new way to meet people to have conversation and also try to purchase from the new channel. So I believe the decentralization is also a direction. Okay, thanks a lot, Kevin. And Audrey, what about you? What are you most excited about when it comes to the movement of goods in the near future? Right. The logistics industry in ASEAN is projected to exceed $240 billion by 2025. So that is exciting because it presents FedEx with many opportunities to serve current and potential customers. So additionally, the RSET that was signed um, last week, it signals major trade benefits for countries within Asia-Pacific. They are part of the agreement once rectified. Now, when that happens, it will enable a bigger marketplace between the ASEAN members, plus Australia, China, Japan, New Zealand, and South Korea. So we are excited for what this means for the logistics industry as it could facilitate further ease in customs procedures and trade facilitation. And in addition to the benefits for e-commerce firms and SMEs who rely on the movement of goods to boost their bottom line. Now, beyond the RCEP, we are already seeing that opportunities for SMEs are plentiful as driven by e-commerce. Now, in the first six months of 2020, 30% of consumers in Southeast Asia increased their online purchases, especially shopping for essentials. Now, online shopping platforms in the region have seen the inflow of new sellers more than double during the COVID-19. So we are heavily committed to helping SMEs pivot their businesses to explore new opportunities for growth. 
As SMEs digitize, they are very close to our heart. FedEx seeks to offer solutions that aid SMEs to dedicate more time for strategic thinking, planning, and innovation. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. I'd like to thank both our guests today, Audrey and Kevin, for their valuable insights regarding digitization and the future of mobility of goods in Asia. In the meantime, if you want to comment on this podcast or the topics covered, you can send us an email at cpodcast at Deloitte.com. That's spelled S-E-A podcast at Deloitte.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to get the latest episodes. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. I am Dishraf, and until next time. <laughs>